Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. leaning over like this but then when you're really far away it's more work for me which is fine but I'm not really here which for mics that. are these uh sure nope that's something else marin sure was the uh the usb mics we used was it sure oh. lol I don't all know. right are we ready to kick this off talk yep. a little about something here I'm busy. Thanks for joining us for another episode of our podcast. Michael Shopping. My my co-host here, Amanda and Michael. Michael Shopping for better mics because apparently these aren't good enough. No, not mics. No, not mics. Mike stands. See, you don't listen. We're not getting new mics. uh, Apparently, Amanda wants to adjust the height of the mic. I just feel like it should be like up here because... I can make that work. I mean, if I do the chiropractor, who's paying for that? (laughs) Not Not me. We do not have health benefits here. There's no, we don't have health insurance. We don't have health insurance. <laughs> we we get not. we get paid in rich crackers. <laughs> pennies and pretzels, baby. Pennies and pretzels. And more pretzels than or pretzels than I pennies. was gonna say. I can get these today by five PM. <laughs> we're not talking we'll bags. Order those suckers. Yeah. We'll look more professional as wow. we're sitting here in our I'm studio. I'm not a thousand percent sure it'll work. I kind of oh. just said that. As we're sitting in our studio in the black back classroom of our because church. Yeah, puppet curtain. Super professional. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we don't need to do this right now. We can come back to this. All right, we'll come back to that. It won't work. All right. I was right. As I said, thank you for joining us for another episode of our podcast, Redeem. We are going to jump to Acts. Yes. Acts is probably one of my favorite books in the Bible. I have a lot of history with Acts. A lot of history with Acts. Yeah, we've read it probably 30 times. Yep. Multiple times. <laughs> Breaking it down. Yeah. Teaching it. Thank you, Mr. Croy, for all those Sunday <laughs> schools. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I, you know, I like Acts. Yeah. Acts is, there's a lot of interesting things. Uh, I like to watch the story of how Christianity just explodes. Yeah. And uh, takes off from there. The early church. Yep. And basically, we get our start. It's right there. The, the church and the and the, the Christian, everything that makes us who we are starts right here. Right here in Acts. Yep, right the here in Acts. Great Commission starts. <clears throat> yep, it does. And then Acts starts with the what? The Great Commission. Go and tell other people about Jesus, you know? Does it get any clearer than that? No, I don't think so. Literally, no. No, <laughs> no. Jesus uh, was, yeah, uh, came out of the grave, met with the disciples, gave them the command to start the process of sharing with everybody. And uh, they begin to do that, and it's neat to watch how God takes each and every one of them, kind of sends them in a different direction, mm-hmm. and uh, how each one then begins their process and their story of telling other people about Jesus. Yeah, and just the miracles and everything that go along with that is awesome. We're going to we are going to look at uh, Peter today. There is so much we can talk about Peter. 
of the disciples, you know, Peter is probably the one I feel like I can most relate to. It was the slowest. It not always, the, though. Not people always. forget about that. No, I'm talking <laughs> physically. It's one of my favorite like He's the slowest. lines that uh, kind of gets lost in the shuffle when it talks about what the disciples are racing to uh, the tomb. Oh, yeah, he's last. Uh, Peter, okay. Peter was the last one. And it, I like that it has to mention it. Uh-huh. Like, well, I think he's <laughs> okay. probably wow. a little bit out of shape, uh-huh. you know. Why did that, was that, is that Matthew? I don't know. What, I'm trying to remember. Well, I'm trying to remember. I, remember I want to remember which book which book, whether it was Matthew, Matthew, Matthew or Mark, true. which one of those guys like, hey, we really got to throw this in there. Yeah. Take that, Peter. And John was the first one to get there, right? You know, it might have been in the book of John, and John's probably wanted to let everybody know. <laughs> I'm so fast. I made it first. And, and, and it sounds like like John was there quite a bit ahead of uh-huh. Peter. If it, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to go back and look that up, but that's right. Yeah, right. Peter was the slower of the, of the ones there. But, uh, you know, like I said, I can relate to Peter. Um, he he did make some mistakes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, in the end, uh, God used him to do some pretty impressive things. Yes. And uh, I feel like he, uh, he, he, he corrected his mistakes, if you will. And completely sold out for the Lord. Uh, yeah. Peter was the one that denied Jesus three times. After he said he wouldn't. After he said he would. <laughs> Even after Jesus said that he would. Uh, no, listen, you're going to. No, uh No, not me. Uh-uh. You know? It's in John 20. It was John. So John just wanted yeah. everybody to know how fast yeah. he it was. It says both were running, but the other disciple, <laughs> not named, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. <laughs> And you can see, you know, I can just imagine Peter laying up against the... <laughs> is he in there? I made it. Is he in there? <laughs> I was like, he's not even here. here I are. ran all this way for nothing. <laughs> nothing. <gasps> anyway, we digress. Good old Peter. Uh, Peter was also the one that cut the, cut the ear off of the guy. Peter yeah. was always ready to roll. He was. <laughs> he was. He was. So, uh, I like Peter. Uh, we have Peter here right after uh, the whole incident at Pentecost where the Holy Spirit yep. uh, comes upon him. It looks like little tongues of fire. And uh, it's a, it's at that point that uh, really the ministry f- that the apostles and disciples, well, I guess it's at that point they began, they switched from being disciples to apostles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They're not disciples anymore. Yeah. And they got there and, you know, basically they got their um, their power from the Lord and away they went. And it was amazing what they what they did after that. But one of the first things that happens is uh, uh, Peter stands up. He begins the process of talking to the crowd, which is which is nothing too impressive, I guess. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. But the what made it out of the ordinary was the fact that everybody there could understand him. One of my favorite stories. Yep. In their own language, and of course, you know, their first response was, "Is this guy drunk?" Um, no, they'll think so. It's only eight o'clock in the morning. I don't think they're quite drinking yet. No, nope. it doesn't say that, but no, they weren't. Oh, yeah, it does say that. It's only nine in the morning. Yeah, you know see what I'm saying? No, they literally mentioned that. Yeah, it no, it says it says they're at the very end because everybody was able to understand in their language. And it says, Some, however, made fun of them and said they have had too much wine. Mm-hmm. And Peter basically says, Nope, it's only nine in the morning. We're not, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he gives them a he gives them a a sermon and basically tells them that uh, they need to repent and turn back to God and that uh, a lot of the reason that Jesus died on the cross was their fault. In a nutshell, that's kind of yeah. what he says. No, but- he gives them a history lesson in the process, but uh, and it just kind of it kind of right then right then and there it kind of starts the whole Christian church because it's after that that the believers were there and they began the process. 
Uh, if we follow Peter through a little longer in chapter 3, he heals a lame beggar. As you can see, the Holy Spirit's working through Peter again. Uh, he speaks to the onlookers again. Of course, this doesn't go over well. So he's no. before the Sanhedrin. So there's a lot going on with old Peter. Uh, he's, 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 he's a pretty guy. But uh, we're going to skip over to chapter 5 and talk about Ananias and Sapphira. But I wanted to just give you a little bit of a background into Peter to kind of let you kind of see what's going on with him. But this is, uh, this is one of those stories that kind of has always stuck with me, even through my childhood. Uh, you it have leaves these, an impression. It does. It does. Um, for many reasons, which we'll talk about here in just a uh -huh. minute. But let's, let's, let's look at the fact that we have two people here. Uh, they're married. We have Ananias and Sapphira. And uh, the Christianity thing is kind of running rampant at this minute, at this moment. And what people are doing are selling all their belongings and giving it all to the church. And then uh, they're just kind of, and then the church there kind of gives it out, if you will. <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> everybody has enough to do what they need to do. Yeah. But at the same time, they're they're giving everything they have to the Lord. And so and uh, Ananias and Sapphira wanted to do the same thing. So they decided to sell their sell all of their property and or at least a piece of property. It says, excuse me, just a piece of property. And they decided to keep some of the money back, which is not a problem. That's fine. God never said, hey, you got to give me all your money. He, he, he never Correct. said that. That's an important part yeah. of the story. Yeah. And uh, so they didn't have to. They chose to. Yep. And because let's be honest, God doesn't need your money. <laughs> no. He, he, he owns not. the cattle on a, on a thousand hills. Uh -huh. It's it's all his. He created it. He, yep. He don't need our money. He's good. Exactly. He's good. He's gonna be all right. Yeah. The giving is more on our part to show our love for him. Yes. So, so we have this this couple, and they decide that they think it's a good idea to uh, to lie about it. and to say it's not a good idea. It's it's, it's not a it's not a good idea. It's not gonna work out. I'm going to say they made a bad call. He did. And if history teaches it is anything, as we're reading through the Bible here, is lying never turns out good for anybody. Especially when you try to lie directly to God. Yeah, it never works out. That's somebody, like, he knows. Yep, <laughs> he does. In case you're curious. It's like, you, you can't all... hide things from God, so what's the yeah. point in even, what, 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 what's mm -hmm. the point of us trying to do this? Yep, I held back my 20 bucks, but uh, hey, yeah. I gave the rest. So they bring the money. They lay it before, or excuse me, Ananias comes in, lays the money, lays the money before Peter. Here you go. Peter asks him, "Is this is this everything that you got for this piece of property?" Because that's what they were saying that they did. Ananias says, "Yes." Long story short, boom. Ananias falls over dead. You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. And as soon as Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And Could then a, a great fear seized all who heard yeah. what had happened. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Could you imagine being in that church service? That would be... Uh -huh. Holy moly, this guy yeah. just dropped dead. Can we pass that plate one more time, Peter? <laughs> one, one more time. I'm not sure room. I gave enough. <laughs> I don't know what it is that guy did, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. And the story gets better from there. So they haul Ananias out. Because because of the slide they told, who comes in three hours later because she can't find her husband, Sapphira. Peter asked her the same thing. Tell me, is this the price that you and Ananias got for the land? And she decides to lie too. Yes, she said that is the price. Peter said to her, how could you conspire to test the spirit of the Lord? Listen, the feet of the man who buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out also. Dead. Wow. And at that moment, she fell down at his feet. And died. 
Then the young men came in, finding her dead, carried her out, buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. Fair. Like, I'd Just, be terrified. Yep. Yeah. Listen, you want to send a message? Yeah. Well, lie to me? Yeah. Is this the price? He, he gave her a shot. Is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Sure is. Yeah. The whap, dude. Yep. They were committed to the lie. They were. Didn't work out. Backfire. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just 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 that whole scenario right there. If you were part of the church at that point, because like I said, we're just the church is just getting off. Yeah. Ground. You could see how people had a healthy fear of the Lord at that point. You know what I'm saying? Especially after this, right? You know, sometimes I think we uh, we don't have that same fear for the Lord because right. in in some ways we've kind of downplayed Him. And we have this God that is all love and all ushigushi. Yep. And we forget the justice and just part of the side of God. I mean, that's all this is, is here is justice. Yeah. He's just being just. You lied to him. You said you were going to give it all. You didn't. Price will be paid. Yeah. Price and, of sin is death. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. And why, why in this particular scenario, which, you know, that would be one of the cool things to, when I get to heaven, I can sit down and have a conversation yeah. with. Why these two? Yeah, why these yeah. two? Why I don't do think you, they why, were the only two who yeah. lied. I mean, why make an example of these two? Uh-huh. Because I'm sure that they weren't the only ones that, that lied. Right. But at the same time, if you were here and you saw this, I know, I, I touched the mic for my bad, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> My producer over here is giving me the evil eye. Because now she has to edit. No, if I had anyone else, <laughs> anyone else wants to come do this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so anyway, so I, like, like I said, I don't know why it was these two that he decided to make an example of. Um, it may have been just because at that particular time he was just trying to set the foundations for what the church was going to be built on. And lying was not going to be one of those things it was built on. Maybe he wanted to use Peter specifically too. Yeah, would be one of the only other things I could think of as to why it got to be these two. But he definitely chose them, mm-hmm. made an example, and you talk about it like you said, a healthy fear that that'll send a message. Yeah, in the commentary right here, it says, uh, you know, why did Ananias and Sapphira deserve death for one lie? The young church was extremely vulnerable, unchecked. Uh, Hypocrisy and deception, always uh-huh. destructive in a church, could have undermined the community of believers. God's swift, severe judgment helped all to maintain a healthy respect for the truth and for God's power. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the way I see it. Yeah, is God was setting the ground rules, saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like you said, it, it like the commentary said, it was a very, I mean, very beginnings. Mm-hmm. I would like to know the actual timeline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like months, years, how early is this in the beginning church? But yeah. But at that point when they were sharing sharing about God, they were thousands of hundreds and thousands of believers were coming on a daily basis. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It was not like it's, well, we got five here, four here. No, we're talking about masses of people. Stadiums. Yeah. And which is what concerned the religious council at that time. They thought they'd taken care of it, and all of a sudden it's, it's exploding even more. We might have made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what they were thinking. And the more they persecuted it, the more it grew. Which has just been kind of the, the history of Christianity. The more you persecute it, the more it grows. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's another another podcast for another day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't burn all our episodes. Exactly. 
So we have Peter. Uh, he's in the process of, you know, getting the church started. We have the story of Ananias and Sapphira. And for us, just as believers every day, we need to understand that God is just. And that at the same time, you can't lie to God. No. Nope. Which we've talked about that many times before. Because throughout the Bible, there are myriad of illustrations where people tried to lie. And it <laughs> never works out good. Ever. Literally never. Yeah, Never. I mean, we have the, the the example that comes to mind is you have Abraham who lied about being married to Sarah. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. went well. Yeah. It did not. No, mm-hmm. no. Pharaoh, Pharaoh took his, took took Abraham's wife in because he thought it was yeah. his sister. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden, Pharaoh. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is your and wife? Even Pharaoh. Pharaoh started having this Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> and Pharaoh's like, dude. Yeah. Why didn't you just tell me? Why? Yeah. So lying never works out good. Mm-hmm. It just it, it never does, uh, but like I say, we we've hit on that one many a times. And then the other one here is money doesn't really mean anything to God. No, He doesn't really need our money. You know, we should be giving out of the the love of our heart for Him mm-hmm. because that's what we've been called to do. Yes. But to sit there and lie about the fact this is how much you're given is 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 not what we should be doing. Yeah, God's we not should, going bankrupt because we held some money. Back. Exactly. So give what you can and leave the rest up to God. Uh-huh. And uh, throughout my life, giving has been easier at some points and harder at another point in, in my life. Yeah. And so it's nice to be the point where I am now where I'm able to give more on a steady basis because God's been gracious enough to give me a steady paycheck. Uh-huh. And so I can give more, I can do more because I feel like he has blessed me that way. Yeah. And the two are connected. Yep, absolutely. And it, it does seem that way. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to give, it's amazing how the Lord will uh, continue just to take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, at the same time, I think when it comes down to it, you just give what you can and let God take care of the rest. Yep. So I think sometimes it's uh, not always good the way we beat up people because, well, this person only gave this much or this person gave that much. That's not what we're getting at here. No, that's not what God wants either. Mm-hmm. He just wants you to give what you can. Like, like it's, it's it's the old story. No, it's even better. It's the old. Uh, there's a parable. The the old woman the that widow. gave the widow that yeah. gave just a, last, a little bit. Her last bit. She gave everything she had, right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. She gave way more than all the people that gave. You know, the rich man and the yep. there's another one in the middle there. And it's because of the way she gave it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because the way she, she gave it. She didn't want. Now she was giving everything. If you if you yeah. read that story, she was giving up basically the food yeah, she or last. money she was going to eat on. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's what Jesus was pointing out. That's faith. Yeah. Yep. 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 So giving is important. The way we give is important. Making sure that we don't lie about the way we're giving is important. Um, and never, as it says here, never test the Holy Spirit. Because that's what it says here. Uh, where was it again? Which verse? I thought it was. Oh, where was it? Yeah, it's in there. It's, it's verse 9. How could you come yep. inspire to test the Spirit of the, the Lord? Spirit, yeah, there it is. Test the Spirit of the Lord. Which is really what's going on here, which we have to be careful with too, is we don't want to test the Holy Spirit. No. Because what we need to understand is, is that uh, God already knows. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing you're going to do that's going to su- surprise Him or confuse Him. And he knows what you're thinking. Yep. So to, to test it is not a good idea. You know, throughout the Bible there, we have many times where they really have tested God. And it doesn't usually turn out very well. No, he comes out on top. Yep. <clears throat> so there's just a lot. There's there's a lot in Acts to talk about. I mean, we, we've got 
Peter, who's starting off with a bang here. Mm-hmm. He's healing people. He's preaching. Hundreds of thousands of people coming to know Christ. We've got this story of Ananias and Sapphira, where they're, uh, where they're, where they're uh, not honest about what they're given. And uh, immediately they're struck down dead, which, as we said, kind of sets the foundation for what the church is going to be built on. Yep. Because at that time it would have been very deadly for the church. So just a lot. And so as we're kind of working through Acts, uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. We, we we go through these things fast, and so I really encourage you to go back and if you haven't been reading them, to read them. Because when I was growing up, man, we we took every section of scripture in here and came up with a lesson, an application. Yep. And uh, and the content, content, yes. And I'm telling you, if you do that, there's amazing what you can learn from this book. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've I've gone through this book probably honestly probably six times. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you, if I could go back and look at those notes, each one probably had something different, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just different stages of life. Yep. Every time you go through it, I could, was able to pull something else out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, that's, it's good stuff. <coughs> but if we're going to kind of wrap this up and bring it all together, um, just make sure that you're not testing the, testing the Holy Spirit. Uh, don't lie to God and give what you can. Amen. Because uh, if, if you do that, God's going to bless you for what he, for. For, for what he can. Yeah. And as redeemed Christians, that's the way we should be living our life. Right. Not lying, giving what we can, and serving the Lord to the best of our abilities. Amen to that. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.